there. Hi. Welcome to The Broad Review. My name is Tiffany. I'm Emily. And we are here to talk about things that we like and things that we maybe didn't like so much. Mm. Uh, we are broads that broadly review things like uh, stream streaming television network uh, series. Mm-hmm. That was a really hard sentence. Streaming, streaming media. Streaming we know people these days are like, oh, well, did you see, uh, oh, well, what network is it on? <laughs> Hulu? I don't have have TV. Hulu? I don't have the TV. Yeah, so uh, neither one of us actually have the cable. No. That's what what makes our lives a little bit harder than everyone else's. But almost every station that I want to watch programs on, Programs. programs, they have their own kind of streaming thing. Yeah, like HBO, you have to have, oh, HBO, you yeah. know, most of those have subscription things. True. That, and most of them have some sort of one-week trial. So if I want to watch a program <laughs> from that channel, I'm like, here's my fake email address. That's how I watch the Oscars. All the time. Oh, I don't have I do a fake email. I should get one. You need like 12 emails that you can use <laughs> that are just variations of the same email for your things. And here's a secret. Here's a secret Emily tip. If you don't want to use your card, because if you forget, then they fuck up, then they charge you. Mm -hmm. Get a Visa prepaid card, spend all the money on it, except for like a dollar, (laughs) and then use that for your free trials. Hell yeah. Brilliant. We are also here to teach you budgeting tips. Life advice from Emily. Yes. I like that. How to work this system. Mm -hmm. Um, So yes. So uh, we broads talk about things that we have either done or seen or listened to or read, whatever type of media we're engaging in. Um, Also, our usual disclaimer that we are Mm foul-mouthed and often disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) that is true. That is true. And uh, so, yeah, um, this week, um, this podcast is sponsored by our emotions. <laughs> it's sponsored by tears. It's sponsored by tears and uh, <laughs> Tiffany's never-ending PMS. Um, so we're about to have some feelings, but not on purpose. Oh, not on purpose. Oh, God. We're sorry. Like, we, I don't Who even. Who goes first this week? We, I do, but we Ugh. don't even, like. I want you guys to know, you guys. You guys. You f- mom. Emily's uh, mom. mom. <laughs> I want you to know that we don't usually like coordinate that we're going to have similar topics. No. So we're just so like in tune to each other. Yes. And it most of the time it just like works out that way. Cycle sisters. Cycle sisters. <laughs> so yeah, both of us watch something super fucking sad. Um, but this is a comedy program. Um, so we're going to try to... Uh, inject some humor in as much as we can between uh, bouts of crying. Sniffles. So There's two napkins on the table we can use for the sniffles. But after the crying, I promise you there will be some of my stereotypical rage. Um, because I have I have oh, some shit that I need to... Did you to... hit up another obscure fast food place to no. try a novelty food item? No. Oh! No, oh. you know what it's about. Ooh. You know what it's about. We'll get to it. Yes. So what I watched and reviewed i'm just not gonna look at you this whole time this this week was something that i have been meaning to watch it's only been on netflix for a couple of weeks but it's been something i'm meaning to watch for a very long time and it is uh the new ricky gervais show called afterlife not afterlife after life so i have always been a ricky gervais fan um some of his shows are amongst my all-time favorite shows 
extras if you have never seen it. I have not seen it. Holy shit. It is mm-hmm. some of the funniest shit you will ever see in your life. Extras is so fucking good. Uh, the invention of lying is like... Great. Oh my God, it was brilliant. It's great. Brilliant. Um, uh, also... The original Office, still a classic. Never watched it. Never, oh God, we're going to get so much hate mail. So Never watched the U.S. version either. Oh God, <laughs> Tiffany, what are you bringing on us? Why are you saying these things out loud? Oh, so much hate email. So, I really love the British Office. Um, anything that Rookie's put out, I love. And I understand that he is a polarizing figure. Um, he is a very loud atheist um you know kind of a jerk to people you know i get that he's not everybody's cup of tea he is my cup of tea he's fucking british (laughs) he's fucking british it doesn't matter yeah so i i love everything that he's ever done so that going into this i knew i was already going to probably like it just because it had his name attached to it and he was in it yes did you watch the show um Derek? Is that yes. the one where is he's mildly... Yes, and uh, uh, that's another one. Jesus Christ. I don't... Like, there are not enough oh. tears for those shows. It's coming out already. <laughs> no, Derek is really good. It's very... It is very heartwarming, but also really funny and really just awful. In, in, <laughs> I mean, like, off, not awful. Like, it's a great show, but, like, there are... It's just... Oh, Jesus. There's so much just dark humor in it, too. But it. But never disrespectful and never mean for the sake of being mean okay so this show is uh it's six very short episodes so my one suggestion ricky if you're listening um (laughs) i feel like it could have been a movie and i think it would have been a good movie oh yeah Um, because it was very short i mean i got it done in an evening um so what this is it is six very short episodes it follows the story of tony it's really just Ricky Gervais. He could have just had the character called Ricky because <laughs> it was just Ricky Gervais. Um, on his daily routine following the death of his wife. <gasps> and he had been married for 25 years. He had found his person. And it's after her life was over and what his life has now become. And it, it goes through... Him watching, she made a, a video, a last video for him to watch. Oh, God. With, like, su- some suggestions for him, like, hey, don't be gross and don't <laughs> be a dickhead like you sometimes can be. Um, all of which he fucking ignores. Oh. Um, because he feels like, because he lost what he loved. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. This happening. is a comedy show. This is a comedy show. You can have emotions other than... No, hate. (gasps) Hate and anger. No, I cannot. No, I can't. So he lost the love of his life, so he feels like the world should be punished. Okay. Um, So he basically decides to live his the rest of his life until he eventually gets the courage to kill himself. Oh my God. Um, Live his life doing and saying whatever the fuck he wants. Um, wow. So if somebody irritates him, he's going to tell him to fuck off. If uh, he doesn't like something, he's going to tell you. And he's not going to be nice and he's not going to sugarcoat it because it, he's punishing the world. Which, again, this is how he is as a human in real life anyway. <laughs> yes. and Not a big departure. This show... So Ricky has been with the same woman for... Yes, Jinx? Do you want to cry too, Jinx? <laughs> like, that's incorrect. <laughs> he's been with the same woman for a very long time. Her name is Jane. 
Um, so he's had the same partner. He talks about her a lot um, when he had his podcast, The Ricky Gervais Show. Um, he talked about her a lot. Her name's Jane. This is pretty obviously a show about what would happen if Jane died. Like oh. what Ricky would do if Jane died. And instead, they changed his name to Tony and changed her name to um, uh, he's Lisa. So, he's so not a Tony. So, no. And every time they said it, I was like, that's not his fucking name. His name's Ricky. Um, so it was obviously that. And I can tell you that this is a very, like, it, it hit me in a personal place because I don't know if you and Justin have ever had the conversation, what would you do if I died? Have you guys had that talk? Not, <clears throat> excuse me, not seriously. Um, I always say if I go first, I'm going to haunt the fuck out of him. <laughs> and he better not remar- remarry anybody because Hell no. I will be her demon. Hell no. So yeah. uh, Bill, when I ask him that question, will say, for some reason, I will avenge your death. So Bill is assuming that I'm going to be murdered, <laughs> which I've always thought is probably what's going to happen to me when I go out too. I've always assumed that I was going to be murdered. I don't know why. It's just where I think I'm going to go. Um, I, on the other hand, have a very specific end of life plan for myself after Bill goes. So my end of life plan goes like this. Whatever Bill dies from, um, I plan to cash in his life insurance. <laughs> Uh, sell the house, sell the possessions, sell the cat uh, for hundreds of dollars. Um, you know, get rid of everything. Um, move to England. England. This is not a new thing. This has always been the plan. I thought it was like Montana. No, no, it's moved to England specifically. Okay. Um, and then buy all of the drugs that I can get my hands on in any combination until I eventually uh, drug myself to death. Uh, that's a that's a good plan. That's, I think that's that that's been the. If you ask, this is I've said this for years. So the show, I'm like, holy shit! Did Ricky hear me? <laughs> did Ricky hear me? Because that's essentially has what, it always been England. It has always been England. Oh. I considered Montana for a while, but I want to be somewhere fun. <laughs> because like yeah. I want to go out like partying, like hard, like, like hard, yeah. and like pubs in the UK are open to like. 5 a.m. Yeah. They're never closed. Yeah. So I figure, like, I, if anywhere it's going to happen, it's going to be there. And also, I have a small, like, mm, little part of me hoping that, like, I'm going to be, like, in a gutter somewhere and Tom Hiddleston is going to walk by <laughs> and be like, who are you? And then, like, we're going to fall in love and then it'll be fine. Or Robbie Williams? Uh, Robbie Williams is married, though. I'm realistic about this, Tiffany. I, like, okay, yes, I, yeah. I, I'm yeah, not no, going to take him away from his wife. It's good that you are staying centered with your yeah. idea. Centered. Totally centered. Yeah. So I I feel like he he heard me because he also in this show, um, you know, decides, oh, fuck it, I'm going to try heroin. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, for funsies, I'm going to try heroin. Because if I die, who the fuck cares? Um so he he goes through all of this stuff and um you know in in discovering himself alone decides that maybe he shouldn't be such a horrible shit because it's not only him that is affected he does have people around that love him including his dog who was adorable oh. um he has a couple of sort of suicide attempts where he at least is getting pretty close to considering it and the dog is what stops him. Oh. And little Brandy, the Brandy the dog, is just like, no, don't do that. What kind of dog? Uh, German Shepherd. Oh, cute. She's very cute. Um, so 
I, I feel like it was, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm going to be a dick to everybody too, even more than I already just am. And his wife in the show, uh, Lisa, is, you know, very sweet and, you know, pretty much a polar opposite of him. And But she's fun and, you know, they balance each other out really well. And it's just like, oh, you know hateful asshole and sweet person that everybody wants to be around yeah this is a gender swapped view of my life <laughs> like i didn't want to be the one to say it out loud <laughs> no it is it fully is and so it it would be very hard if bill died for me not to go to the same path and just be like fuck the world so one and one reason and and a thing that he brings up is it is and of course tony is an atheist because it's about Ricky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he brings up that death for an atheist is sometimes harder because they're not gone. They're not somewhere you're going to meet later. Right. It's they're very gone. final. It's very final. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you lose somebody, it's you don't get to pray about it and imagine that you're going to be with them. They're gone. Nope. Are nope. You... <laughs> is this where you tell me you're converting? <laughs> so there's a line... That so consistently through all six episodes, I cried of the entire fucking episode. But there were most of the time it was just just slow tears going down the cheeks. But occasionally it was full on gasping sobs. Like pause because you yes. just missed what they said I because you were crying so of, hard. <laughs> like kid sobbing can't do it and one of the lines was and i'm going to try to get it out without actually crying oh dear he says i would rather be nowhere with her than somewhere without her <gasps> oh that I was can't. A- i can't that's what i saw when i was looking for instagram posts and i started crying and i was like i haven't even watched this show I yet can't. i can't and so like it's it all is very it hits very deep that yeah you know someday that Something like that might happen and we're going to have to deal with it. All right. No. 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 God damn it. Um, so let's talk about the actors so I can compose my life. Um, it's all of Ricky Gervais's friends. <laughs> so almost everybody in this show has been in one of his other shows or movies. Um, my, you probably won't get this reference but anybody that like has seen all of Ricky's stuff is there were two people missing and that's Stephen Merchant and Carl Pilkington Carl 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 was oh in God. this and I, it, it, there was a part for Carl there was definitely a part Wait, for but Carl but he's not an actor right he's just a, <laughs> he's just an idiot no he's just he was in Derek oh yeah okay. playing himself a bumbling idiot yes yeah so and um, so most, so Stephen Merchant, I know he's been busy. That's the tall one. Yes. He's <laughs> seven and a half feet tall. Um, I'm guessing, so he's like, right now he, there's a movie coming out, mm-hmm. the wrestling movie that he oh, wrote and that. produced. So, um, so I'm guessing he was just busy. Uh, because, he's hanging out with The Rock. Yeah. He's hanging out with, you know, he's, he's above Ricky now. Um, so his wife, Lisa, was played by Carrie Gulliman, who was a nurse in Derek. Um... Then uh, the one person that I didn't recognize for any of his shows, I don't think, um, was he, the he, guy who plays his boss is also, also his brother-in-law. Okay. So during this whole show, he's trying to be like sensitive, but at the same time, he lost a sister. 
Right. So he's also grieving, but like he also doesn't want to fire Tony, but he's being a dick. So he almost, he has to like <laughs> call him into his office. Like, hey, you can't say that to your coworkers. Right. Um, so this guy, um, Tom Basden, he was a tall, lanky, blonde guy that I'm guessing they just hired because Stephen Merchant was busy. <laughs> it's his like body double. It, it was written for Stephen Merchant. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever admit that, but it fucking was. Oh, um, man. One of my favorite pieces of casting in this is his dad, who has, uh, you know, some sort of Alzheimer's or dementia and is in a home. Um, played by David Bradley, who you would know as Walter Frey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so like, he's literally the oldest man on the planet. He is, and he was so good at it because he's just... He's in so many things uh, and he's just so He's old. so old and crotchety. But have you ever seen like him not as an actor? No. He's actually quite pleasant. Really? And smiley, which freaks me out. Oh, he's like a sweet yeah. thousand-year-old man. He's just man. really good at playing a thousand-year-old, like, really angry man. Yeah. Um, So that was really good casting because he's obviously very good at playing that role. It's kind of like a, mm, ah, like, yeah. right. Um, and his dad has a nurse that has, um, you know, some helps Tony, Ricky, out. <laughs> Um, and that's Ashley Jensen, and that is his basically sidekick in the TV show Extras. The woman, oh, she's Scottish. okay, okay. Um, I fucking love her. She's so funny, and her voice is so fun to listen to. And I really do feel like you need to watch Extras mostly for her because some of her lines are just, just Perfect. brilliant. And one thing that I've always noticed in his shows... Um, you sometimes wonder if the people are actually acting. Oh my gosh. Or if that's just the way that they are. It upsets me that it that level of um, like comedic timing yeah. and tone and facial expression and posture comes so fucking naturally to some people. And I have the same comments about yeah. my show. It's just like they were just basically playing themselves and like this is how fucking funny they are. Real As a life. people. In yeah. real life, yeah. And it's it's and it's not fair. She does it really well and she's she was amazing in extras. You should watch extras. Okay. Um Anne, who is uh the woman who from the meme that you saw of him talking to in a graveyard. Yes. Um so she I was is too lazy to look her up. <laughs> she is a character, but you recognize her, don't yes. you? There's a reason you do. Okay. And I know specifically why you recognize her. Um so her role in the story is he meets her when they are in uh, a graveyard and she's talking to her dead husband and then it's right next to ricky's wife um so they meet and she you know basically is like i've been dealing this with this longer let me tell you what i've learned and everything so she is played by penelope wilton and she's been in many many she's been in downton abbey but i don't think that's why you're what you're she in downton uh isabel uh crawley oh yeah yeah yes um but no why i think you know her is harriet jones from doctor who harriet jones she was from the same like ew, from like the mickey the mickey and what's her face episodes you that's uh, that is who i connect her with i connect her more with downton abbey isn't that weird no 
It's because they need to watch Doctor Who all over again, <laughs> especially the Mickey and Rose era. Yes. Please. Yes. So that is, um, that's where I knew her from. But she's been in like, she, everything. She's let's be honest. The Olivia Coleman of her time. Let's be honest. Um, I, and I don't know if it's because we're American and because, you know, we, why are there only 25 British actors and actresses <laughs> and they were in the same thing? Do and they they're say so that about Americans? Everything. No, because everybody's a fucking actor in America. It's true. If I'm you go to LA actress. and if you go to an LA and like you go to uh, oh, any actress? any restaurant, you're like, raise your hand if you're an actor. Oh, me. Me, I'm an actor. How many episodes of SVU have you been in? <laughs> right? Oh, Yeah. Boy. No, I don't, I don't know, but it it's, um, yeah. I don't know if they say that about us. I've always wondered that. Um, there's also um, the town weirdo. His name's Brian, played by the weirdo from Derek. Uh, pretty much, again, literally playing the same character. So now I am not convinced that the actor, who I didn't even write down, um, <laughs> is not just actually a weirdo. It's, it's like not Carl. Carl. It's, yeah. yeah. He, they might have just found another Carl that, since Carl is now famous. Um, because <laughs> since now Carl is famous, they found another weirdo. Um, but he's so fucking weird. He's super weird. Like, like good weird or no, like, oh, you're no, uncom- I need to walk away from uncomfortably you. weird. Oh, so Ricky works, Tony works mm. at a paper, a local like hometown paper. And Brian, this weirdo, um, his life's mission is to get into the paper to get like on the front page, a story about his <laughs> life. So he comes to their office all the time with his bullshit and is like, you know, I bet nobody in your paper has ever slept with Ethel Merman. And they were like, have you? He's like, no. <laughs> so it's, it's, he's great. So this, this is Ricky. This is Ricky's, you know, fan, not fantasy, but it's his thoughts. universe. This is his. It's his he, universe. It's, it's what would realistically happen to him if yeah. he lost his partner. And so because of that, it is certainly all of his shows have had somewhat of a heartwarming quality even the office you you felt for david brent um and derek obviously you felt for derek and almost all of the characters but this one was just it dialed up to 11 um so i very much liked it can i watch it again probably not <laughs> never um but i do have so every once in a while you need like a a really good cry yeah. And I have, do you have those movies that you know that are on hand if you need that? I mean, recently it's been A Star is Born. Yeah, that one is a new edition. Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah, I do. I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. So The Notebook is one for me. Yeah. Because one of the things that will always set me off crying is old people Ooh, in love i can't i can't with the old people in love especially if one of them is dying or one of them doesn't understand i can't fucking deal with it so the notebook is one of them and nothing happened like it's it's all dry eyes i can just fast forward till the end um <laughs> i don't give a shit about their relationship when they're kids when they're get old to as fuck. The good part. get to the good part um Jesus. also the first 10 minutes of up I've never seen it. I'm don't, afraid to say that out loud. Don't do it. Don't when do Up it. came out, my nephew was very, he was he was like two, I think. And so we always had to fast forward to the good parts. Because <laughs> the first the first 10 minutes are adult. They are very adult oh, and geez. very, it's, 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 it's the story of their life. And, and uh, I can't. Oh. So if I need a good, 
I need to cry it out for one reason or another, I can definitely go back to this. But if you'll cry. I will. Mm-hmm. Everybody will cry. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to say you don't have a heart if you don't cry, but you don't have a heart if you <laughs> dial your meds back a smidge. <laughs> you, you're you are dead inside. Um, it was just a really, I think, an honest look at the grieving process for somebody who found the one that they're supposed to be with. And as somebody who has done that, it really spoke to me. Um, so I would give it four out of five uncontrollable sobs. <laughs> it was good. I'm super excited to watch it. I would say... <laughs> Make sure Justin is not home. Watch start it in the morning so the eyes unpuff uh, by the time he Ricky, gets. Though. The, and there are really so the Justin knows that I am a TV movie sober, okay, and I used to uh, wear a hoodie when I knew we were watching something emotional, so could... and I would just like close <laughs> it up so he can't see. I mean, like, don't look at me. The first David Tennant's Doctor Regeneration. Mm-mm. I had to lock myself in the bathroom for like a half hour until I calmed back down. And then the Van Gogh episode. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I just, I, I'll be like, excuse me, I need to go blow my nose. And then like 45 minutes later, I come out and like my eyes are sealed shut. Yeah. And yeah, he knows. And I don't know. I feel like he might like it. He will probably like it because it still has some of that. But like if it makes him cry, then I will have to go kill myself. Yes. <laughs> no, it, it, it instills, it still has the really great Ricky Gervais humor where like he calls kids cunts. <laughs> there's there's the C word for it's the day. It's different when it's British. It's different when it's, it's British. It's different when it's British. Um, and so there possibly my favorite part of it, and I stopped crying for five seconds because I couldn't stop laughing, was <laughs> um, I'm not going to give it away because I want you to watch it. It's uh, the breast milk part. Oh, There's God. a part that involves breast milk mm. that's so fucking funny. Gross. Um, so yes, definitely watch it. Uh, I really liked it. I am excited to watch it. I I went through a phase where Ricky was being vocal about something that I cared passionately about. And right. so I shut him off right. for a while. Right. Um, and I have since gotten over that issue. And yeah. now I can bring him back in my and life. That is completely understandable mm-hmm. because yes, he is not quiet about that yeah. thing well, <laughs> that we are uh, tiptoeing around yeah, and not talking always. about. <laughs> um, I, so we... Justin, because I missed, I, I didn't miss out. I wasn't like raised in a bunker or anything. I just, we didn't watch a lot of like classic movies when I was, I don't know. It, it just wasn't, you know, we watched like Disney movies and like new stuff. But so Justin always wants to like throw one at me. Like we watched The Burbs a few weeks ago and this is related somehow, I promise. <laughs> so last weekend, um, we were going to watch, um, Hmm. I just posted about it on our Instagram, and I uh, I keep wanting to say Inglorious Bastards. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Inglorious Bastards one. <laughs> yes, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. It's so good. And I was probably I had like a few beers, and I was like, Yeah, but you know Steve Martin's an asshole, right? <laughs> and he was like, Okay, fine, we won't watch it. And I'm like, No, we can still watch Wait, it. Wait, is Steve Martin an asshole? I've read some articles about Steve Martin being an asshole. God, is it just Tom Hanks and Keanu Reeves at this point? <laughs> Is that all we have left? Keanu, keep it together. <laughs> Please don't rape anybody, like, in general. But, I mean, like, that's no, a rule for everybody. It, I don't think he's, like, a, a toucher. I think he's just... A jerk. Like, you know, like, so Ricky, you know, Ricky has that same thing for me. We're like, right. yeah, you know, you're kind of, you're kind you're, of an asshole. You're shit. 
But you produce such good quality yeah. stuff that that until you start touching people until inappropriately. Until you start getting rapey. We're not mad at you. Then you're canceled. You can be a dick. Just don't show your dick canceled. to people. Fully canceled. Jinx? No, those are... Oh, are there kittens outside? There's no, rescue? there's kids outside playing in Pause the, for playing kitten in rescue. the goddamn street and run each one of them down. Well, what did you watch? I'm excited <laughs> to watch that and cry my face off. Um, I watched a show that I, I don't know where. I'm gonna sound like one of those moms on Instagram. Like I don't know where the time has gone. But when I was reading up, you know, on the latest news about this show, because I just blew through it because it's fucking perfect. Um, then I was like, I should read some articles about this. And I was trying to go back. It started in 2015. And why is that so long ago in my head? It's that old? Yeah. Yeah, how did either of us not watch it? Yeah. Oh, I've been watching it since it came out. That's why this morning. Oh. This morning I went back, or last night I started, I went back and I watched the first episode. Mm. And it was like still the funniest thing I had ever seen. And I, I was just like, God, 2015, where, where were you when it was 2015? It, was, it feels so long ago when you see that on paper. Um, but I watched season four of Catastrophe. Have you watched? Not a single you episode. You absolutely fucking have to. All right, okay. I'll make a deal with you. I will watch okay. that if you watch extras. Okay. How many seasons? There's two. Are they six episodes each? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's okay. Um, it's, it's not that long. It's not that long. I got time. It's worth it. Yes. So um, Catastrophe is an Amazon Prime series. Um, each episode is 30 minutes, and there's only six episodes per season. Super fast. feel like I got robbed. Like, give, give me an American fucking season of something <laughs> that has 84 episodes that I, once I'm done watching it, I can start back over again. Um, so Catastrophe is written and produced and um, acted by... Sharon Horgan? Horgan. I always want to say Hogan, but that's not it. Horgan. Horgan. Um, she is an Irish actress, comedian, producer. Um, she is darling. She is ageless. She's only 49 years old, but um, I would have said she was 32. Hmm. She's the most adorable human. Um, so Sharon and Rob Delaney who you may know from Twitter. Twitter. Fuck it. He's just, he is Twitter gold. He was one of the first people I ever followed on Twitter. And then sometimes he says things, and I'm like, why do I follow this disgusting, vile human? But also, why am I laughing at this? He invented Twitter, he, I think. Oh my gosh, yeah. He is Twitter.com himself. Um, he actually won the 2012... Um, Twitterer of the Year Award. Not surprising. That Comedy Central invented just to give to him one time. Right. Um, his stuff lately is a little bit more uh, political, but mm-hmm. still great um, and still perverted and just fucking weird and funny. Um, he's he's had roles in a lot of different shows, and Sh- Sharon has had a few, but mostly UK-based stuff. Um, Rob most recently was in Deadpool 2. So good. And I didn't know what they were going to do with him. And so I was like, oh my God, Rob Delaney's in... Oh, he's done already? Okay, yeah. Okay. I think it was Peter. I just want to be part of the team. Peter, yeah. So he's a comic of sorts. Um, He um, was one of the main writers on the show. And he is a very, very interesting human. And... um, we're going we're gonna to skip this part. We're going to skip a couple parts for now because they fit in later. I was like writing everything I knew about him and like they don't really fit in right now. Um, so 
Um, so I just watched season four, but I did go back and rewatch episode one mm-hmm. um, just so I could kind of refresh my memory of how this all started in 2015. Um, so it's in London. Um, Rob is American, an executive there on business advertising, I think. And him and Sharon meet in a bar. He orders a Diet Coke because he's sober. And um, she orders a margarita, which I thought was charming because I don't know, British people ordering margaritas in a cute little pub. No, they want a pint. You imagine them getting a pint. Yeah, or like whiskey or something. Yeah, yeah, it was was a margarita. Um, And then, you know, it snaps to them having like rotten hotel sex. Like they just immediately snap to this fling. Wait a minute. You've seen it. Wait a minute. You've seen it. One of is one of them married? No. Oh no, this is something else. Never mind. No. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm thinking about. <laughs> okay. So um, the whole week that he's in town, they're having sex all over the place, and uh, then he goes back to America. He's on a date with a woman. He says, "Oh, I gotta take this call. It's from it's from my mom." He stored Sharon in his phone as Sharon London Sex, and. In episode four, which is like many, many years, or season four, which is many, many years down the road, she's still Sharon London <laughs> sex. And it that like made me cry because I was like, that's so sick and sweet. Um, she calls him and she's pregnant. So that's the premise of the show. So then he, you know, goes to uh, visit her, but also do business while he's pregnant. And then they, you know, try and figure out in season one, like, am I going to stay? Am I going to go? But the whole time they are just so fucking funny and vulgar and honest and raw and it is just a absolute treat to watch them um so by season four this isn't really going to spoil thing because you, you can see where this story's going um everybody dies everybody dies <laughs> um so they they do end up getting married at the end of season one so season the rest of the seasons kind of track their um their marriage and their relationship and this thing that they were really uh, thrown into and one of Rob's wedding vows uh, it was I didn't write it down because I didn't want to try and re-say their jokes because they're so fucking good at it that yeah. I would just sound stupid um, so he says something like you know even if you were this seemed to be the only option on the menu but even if it was I still would want to choose you or like something <laughs> stupid like that but you know they were they threw themselves into this not being prepared for it in any way shape or form um, so this the series follows the story of their relationship, um, having kids, being pregnant and disgusting and awful, um, <laughs> being horny while you're pregnant. They do uh, that was an episode. It was really really funny. Um, there's a period of severe financial stress that they go through, um, <laughs> sexual harassment drama phase, uh, which I think that actually led into the period of financial stress, if I'm remembering things correctly. Aging parents, mm. um, which the, one of the episodes I rewatched this morning was when that started in season two, and I was just like, "Oh Christ, oh my God, <laughs> oh God!" No, no, <laughs> her dad right. calls her the wrong name at like the baby's welcoming party, Aww. and everybody in the room is just like, "Oh God, it's starting." Um, and it also covers, uh, you know, them aging. They're in, they're in their late thirties, um, but also uh, infidelity. And alcoholism, mm. which um, was a, it was a theme that Sharon proposed, not knowing that Rob Delaney is a recovering alcoholic. Oh, he has been sober for seventeen years. 
You wouldn't guess that from. He's that funny silver. Yes. What a that's not head. fair. That's not fair. That's to the not rest fair of us. that you get to be. You're not. You're sober. You're not. You know, continuing to fair. break your liver, and you're fucking funny. You dick. Fucking funny. Fuck you, Rob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we still love you though. Um, they they have the best chemistry, and they're not a real life couple. They would you could be fooled by that, and um, they actually met on Twitter. So they were chatting on Twitter, and so no, oh, let's make a TV show that's gonna be really fucking awesome through Twitter. Which is like, God, I did not elevate myself on Twitter. Yeah, I guess not. In, we failed. Yeah, I mean, how many people do we follow that have gotten series, book deals, yeah. fucking oh, ugh. Kelly Oxford is making a movie now. Jesus Christ, Kelly Jesus. Oxford! My gosh, so. Um, so yeah, they they were two funny people who met on Twitter and pitched a show. I I don't know if it aired on British TV and then Amazon. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. So yeah, I'm not going to go through a list of the funny fucking things they say because I would sound like a moron. Um, but I, I love the way that they talk to each other because it's so real. And when they're mad, they're mad. And then they break, you know, somebody will break and start laughing, yeah. which... We've all been in that kind of fight where it's like, what's this happening? This is so stupid. Why are we yelling? Oh my gosh. I will say in the episode that I watched, they were fighting and they're going to bed and Rob's laying in bed and he goes, if you roll over and touch me, I'm going to scream. <laughs> and she, she's, you know, has her back towards him and she starts laughing and I was like, I fucking love that. <laughs> That's so funny and stupid. Like what man says I'm going to scream? Like, oh God, they, oh, they are just, they're perfection. Um, so a big part of this, is the mother of Rob, the American mother, was played by Carrie Fisher. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. Nope. Can't do it. It's happening. We're going to end the podcast right now. And that's all you need to know about the show. <laughs> um, and similar to Rob and Sharon and Ricky, uh, she plays herself. She is awful to Sharon. And it's <laughs> so funny. One of the episodes I wanted to rewatch before coming and doing this today was um, the baby's welcome party. And uh, she gives her daughter a weird Irish name that I still can't pronounce. <laughs> Ma- Ma- Maureen? It's like Maureen, but not. It's like the Irish, like Marin. No? Carrie Fisher, her name is Mia, <laughs> the mom, walks up and she's like, so how do you say the baby's name again? Is it Moron? <laughs> And they just have this like deeply rooted like distaste for each other and they don't hide it. And it's it's amazing. So Carrie Fisher was just she was perfect for this role. Um, they I think Sharon said she had approached her for like three of her other series mm-hmm. and she was always turned down. And so then they were at a dinner and they saw Carrie accepting an award and Rob and Sharon were like, we have to ask her. We have to do it. So they tried to talk to her on Twitter. <laughs> Didn't work. So then they called her agent. And she took it, um, which is amazing. Like these two, eh, I, I don't relatively unknown. Relatively unknown. Yeah. yeah, she was the only one in the series that was allowed to ad lib, which I actually found amazing because, again, their comedy is so natural, and their reactions to each other are mm-hmm. so natural that I assumed that there were times when they were just ad libbing and just right. ripping on each other. Um, but no, it was it was all scripted, which surprised the hell out of me. Um, but she was the only one allowed to ad-lib. And this was her last official role before she passed away. And mm-hmm. Sharon wrote, um, I think it was in The Guardian, sort of a little eulogy mm-hmm. talking about their last dinner together, um, which was just beautiful. So 
she was important to both Rob and Sharon and she was important to the show. And so when she passed away, they didn't just want to write her out. Right. I didn't read outright that it was the reason that they ended the series. Emily's teary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they end the series on her funeral. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. So, no, don't they know that they just have to marry Poppins or ass back into the scene <laughs> and then it's all solved. Just do what Star Wars did. You think she's dead? Oh my Is this God. a good time for her to die? No, no. turns out she can fucking fly. <laughs> Imagine that and Mary then your Poppins. tears will stop. She'll just float back in. Just, just a little space and back in the scene. <laughs> so there, Rob and Sharon are going on a vacation too because the whole time you're like, because uh, Rob's sister is in this season and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, he's like, how's mom? And they're just like talking about mom. And I'm like, are they just going to ignore this? No, they don't. Okay. Episode six, Rob and Sharon are going to Boston to visit the family. I forget what the reason was. The sister picks them up from the airport and immediately starts crying. Aww. And then, so the trip turns into her funeral. Part of this that made it so... This is like a, a double fucking edged sword right now for my unstable <laughs> hormonal health. Um, Use your words. I can't. Just just look. <laughs> so look up. Where's look Jinx? Up. Uh, uh, you just, I won't look at you. A couple years ago, Rob's two-year-old son passed away. And now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to pause oh, for a second. supposed to be funny. Um. But he's been, you can edit that pause out. He's been very <laughs> vocal about it um, because he is uh, working through his grief. Yeah. He doesn't want people to continue to be afraid of grieving parents. Yes. And so um, he has posted these things online, like these essays about his son, and they're just heartbreaking. And so he wrote season four after, God, we're going to, I need a yep. drink. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He wrote season four after Henry passed away, Mm -hmm. and the grief that you see in his face during the funeral, oh my god, it was just, it was real. Like, it it was him processing this other type of grief, so, (laughs) this is a comedy program! Tim, this is a comedy program! So, they're, they're at the funeral, and Rob is going through this severe personal grief while he's doing this show and then they end the funeral by he reads an email that his mom wrote to one of her friends and it's just the most fucking hilarious stupid thing talking about how uh she she was addicted to ebay auctions like little um figurines i was gonna say figineers because that's what my nephew called them like hummel figurines yes hummels oh my god so she's always on her computer like always bidding ebay things um and so she would take money from that and donate it to disabled children because god knows that motherfucker uh mike pence isn't gonna do anything to them (laughs) like it just turns into this story that's like full of swears and perversion and and so then you know everybody's like laugh crying and yeah it's absolutely perfect. Um, I'm just going to skip the last part where you notice that, like, it just it hits Rob Delaney that, yeah. that, as a human so hard because I'm not going to be able to talk through it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was so fucking... Uh, it, it wasn't, like, over the top, like, we're going to try and make you cry about this. Right. We're going to subtly help you remember 
who this person was, why she was important to Rob and Sharon personally, and also sort of represent Rob's grieving process as well. Um, And it was just so beautifully done. Um, Oh, one of uh, the last scenes that Carrie Fisher filmed was the finale of episode three. I think it was, I don't know if they say that. It was her last scene in the show. I don't know if it was her last scene ever. Yeah. Um, But it's when Rob calls her to confess that he's been drinking again. Mm. And so she lets out that his dad was an alcoholic and, you know, all this stuff. And she said, uh, you being drunk and her being as annoying as she is, you're going to hit her. (laughs) 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 Then she's like, but please stop drinking because I really don't want you to hit her. Like, it it was such an honest conversation and, like, how normal people talk to each other. We've talked about this before. We're like, I used to watch shows like Grey's Anatomy that were so over the top. Let's rip your fucking heart out and yeah. have these scenarios that are not real life. Yeah. But they're going to destroy you emotionally anyways because yeah. we're delicate fucking emotional flowers. True. I stopped watching it because I felt like I was being manipulated. Yeah. I didn't watch the show because it was going to be some emotional roller coaster joyride situation. I watched it because I thought it was going to be fucking funny. Yeah. And then I find myself crying throughout the whole series um, and just being so in love with Rob and Sharon in the show and then falling in love with them, learning more about yeah. their background. So I feel um, like that is that is a truly good show. So I am going to fully admit I have not and will never watch This Is Us. No, no, I'm not going to watch that is what something. it seems like. Yes. It is its existence is to give prey you on our emotions. <laughs> yes, to prey on your emotions and take shit away from you. And I don't yeah. like shows like that. Yes. I would rather have a show that is an honest portrayal of things. Yes. Real, than, raw human yeah. emotions, not manufactured. Then, you know, to, oh, somebody exploded in a barn fire because we needed to kill them off. Like, you know, when I <laughs> first went on a ferry in Seattle, I almost started crying because I was like, what if I crash into the dogs? <laughs> no, Grey's Anatomy. No, Grey's Anatomy. Stop. How many people died on that show? 50? All, who who All was of even them? on it anymore? Yeah. No, it's still on. It's I stopped watching. still on. I don't know. And good for Shonda. Good for you, Shonda. I mean, let, Thank let you for her, ending Scandal. Her, but like, Let her make her money. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fine. But yeah, things that are... Things that are manufactured in a way. Right. I don't like them. For like, you know, housewives to cry. No. 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 Make, tell me a few good dick jokes first before you make me Bef- sob. Yes. Before you make me <laughs> sob. Exactly. Um, ironically, do heroin before you have profound <laughs> theories about the afterlife. Um, so I feel like that's kind of what is so similar between the shows that we yeah. watched is that they're they're real people and also yeah. eh, fucking british shows are 237 times better than american shows what are they, what's in the water over there <sighs> margaritas apparently Mar- margaritas. <laughs> or diet coke if you're rob delaney and i have such amazing respect for him um so um i it was it was nicely wrapped up i would have watched it forever i would have watched yeah. i would have grazed anatomy watched that show forever because they're so charming all good things come to an end as we're going to face with Shit's Creek. I can't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't <gasps> and, want to talk uh, about it. <laughs> I, it ended, and it ended on a good note. 
where you were just like, God, I fucking love these terrible people. Um, so I'm going to give it five out of five brutally honest rom-coms. Mm. The more I rewatched and thought about it, the more perfect it became. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry. My eyes broke and things started. But don't talk to me about Carrie Fisher. Sorry, we're crying. Can't, they're one true queen. Um, no, so. I mean, at least, at least one media that she was in handled her death in a good <laughs> way. I'm I, as as a very very big Star Wars fan. Her death, it, well, it hasn't even been addressed. She's still fucking alive <laughs> in this episode. It won't be until the next episode. Uh, stop, stop it. it! Stop it! And stop it! Stop reanimating I, her corpse and like parading it around Star Wars. Stop it! We can. I love you, Star Wars, but stop I it. I get it. I get. It. It's a hard thing to let go. Yeah. And because Star Wars came into my life so much later, Carrie Fisher came into my life so much later. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad she did because I have such a better... Oh, yeah. No, she became just yeah. the best. Yeah. Just... Oh, Gary, uh, her dog, also made appearances. Oh, Gary! Yeah. No, yeah. I, I... There was a, a point in her life when she was like, I no longer give <laughs> any fuck. I don't have to. I don't have to. Fuck you. Well, and a lot of people don't know, like how influential she was not just with her acting she's a script doctor she was a script doctor yeah. there's so many really good movies that she yes. had her hands in and nobody knows about yeah so one of the things that sharon mentioned in her tribute to her was how how much women owe her for her role in uh cinema and writing yeah and things like that so for, for sure i'm so glad that they sought her out for that mm-hmm. Um, so the rumor has it that Rob and Sharon are working on something else that is not known yet, mm-hmm. but I will watch anything no, they do. <laughs> if they just film themselves making puppets, that's if good If they enough. just toss jokes back and forth for 17 hours, I'm there for it. <laughs> so cute. So, whew. Well, well, that would was you like fun. To, would you like to bring it back? Um, so we've we've had a little, a small amount of humor, and we've had some tears. Yeah. Are you ready to bring it to unbridled rage? Yes. Are you going to tell someone to stay in the I Oh, you printed it. Printed <laughs> it out. I was so mad. I printed it out. I Tiffany. Can't. Oh my god. So there has been a lot of buzz about oh. this particular article and i'm putting article in quotations in Click air quotes bait. clickbait bullshit that i need to talk about it so <laughs> tiffany and i we uh are the hosts of a review show so we you may find it somewhat hypocritical for me to get angry at somebody when something somebody says something is bad But here's the thing. When we say things are bad, we're not wrong. (laughs) We're never wrong. We're never wrong. We're always correct in our assessment. And so when somebody is incorrect in their assessment of the goodness of something, I need, I feel like I need their justice that needs to be served. Yes. Lay down some justice. I'm going to serve this twat some justice right now. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to say her name. Jersey Justice. Can but, you just tell me how old she is? I just want you to know I didn't read this because I was like, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> um, I don't know. She's a, a mom. She's a mom. She's mom age. I don't fucking care how well, old she is. Well, that could be is. anywhere from 19 to 42, depending on what, <laughs> what region you're in. It could be 14. She's 12. Um, I feel like she's younger than us. So this was an article um, on Jezebel. 
and they have... I feel like they had a really... Jezebel had a good start, but now they have turned into BuzzFeed. I don't read... Since Gawker fell... Yeah. They've thanks, turned into... Thanks, they've turned, Hulk Hogan, you <laughs> fucking perv. God damn it, you racist shithead. <laughs> Although somebody's going to be in his, his... Oh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I mean, I'm still going to see it, Worst but like, really fuck you it. for ruining the Gawker empire. Yeah, you dick. Um, so this was an article by a woman for um, that, Jezebel. For Jezebel, I'm not going to say her name. Uh, let me just read the title. Her name is Brenda. <laughs> Fucking her name is Karen. Her name's Karen. <laughs> Jesus Christ, She's Karen. Jesus Christ, Karen. Um, and the title of this article is "Jagged Little Pill Is Actually Very Bad." Question mark, question mark, question mark. First of all, that is not a title of an article in a legitimate news source, you stupid bitch. Do you know how hard it is to get legitimate writing jobs these days? Apparently not for Karen. How did Karen get a job and I fucking can't? Apparently not for Karen. I know not to write headlines with my, what's it called? Jagged Little Pill is actually about on Question mark, question mark. This is that is not fucking journalism. Okay. First of all, and somebody who listened to it nine times a day while she was working. Also, second of all, Jagged Little Pill is not bad. Yes. But we'll get to that. So there are, I've actually, I broke out a highlighter. I had to go find a highlighter so I could I highlight. that you printed it in color. <laughs> I printed it in color and I highlighted it um, because I feel like there were specific things that I needed to read as they were. Okay. And this is one part of it. I'm going to read it in my best Karen voice. (laughs) My husband is the reason we have a record player in the first place. And the only reason we have albums by the likes of Fleetwood Mac, Miles Davis, and the Beach Boys. All right. This is the first part that I'm going to completely shit on. All right. So she later on shits on Alanis Morissette and Jagged Little Pill for being um, music for angsty teens. And she is using Fleetwood Mac, Miles Davis, and Beach Boys as examples of why what as uh, examples of good like obviously indie music. The has, fucking Beach Boys. She hasn't listened to all of Fleetwood Mac because hi, you want to talk about some fucking angst? Like the okay, all of all three of those are perfectly fine recording artists but like why did you need to mention that doesn't tell me like that oh like your husband has good taste in music because he likes round round get around i get get around around. the motherfucking beach boys so also we didn't need to know that you own a record player (laughs) no she is so pretentious so she you can listen to this shit on youtube pause so she admits to buying Jagged Little Pill on vinyl, and she also names drops that she got it on Amazon Prime. She's like, it was in my Amazon card. It was Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. Okay, I don't fucking care. We all use Amazon. Everybody uses Amazon. You're not special. Are you getting affiliate clicks for this You're shit? You're not goddamn special. So there, oh, no, I, I, should, I should highlight every time she says Amazon. Um, in this article where she uh, buys the vinyl copy of Jagged Little Pill, listens to it, what? And then realizes that it was terrible all along. That the feelings that she felt about it um, when she was a teenager were wrong. That she liked it when she was a teenager because it is objectively bad. While Mm. she's doing all this, she name drops and drops references like it was 
fucking ready player one. Like <laughs> it's all of these like angst. He's like, she mentions tower records. She mentions her Sony disc man. She rec- she mentions all these things. Like, remember I was young ones too. I was young and cool. <laughs> Fuck you lady. <laughs> Fuck you lady. You ought to know itself is, has stood the test of time. Possibly like very few songs I can think of. Yeah. You yeah. hear it on the radio. You don't turn it off. No. You listen to it. Have we karaoke'd it? We haven't, but we are we're going, going to do we're nothing do the but whole fucking album. Yeah, we're going to do the whole fucking album, including the secret song. I know <gasps> about the secret song. Was the secret song on vinyl, you fucking bitch? Okay. <sighs> um, so I'm getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's better than when we cry. <laughs> so she just, the way that this whole thing is written is so like, I'm holier than thou because I realized that the things that I didn't that I liked as a teenager weren't cool. I don't think any of the things that I liked as a teenager are not still cool. I get that times change and trends right. change. I still thoroughly enjoy the things that I liked as a teenager. Movies, music, all of it. I mean, yeah, I did stop listening to Green Day at some point. But that was because I, I went more uh, to an emo phase. But you don't had to shit stop. on Green Day No, now. no. I had to stop listening to um, Bush at some point. Because Gavin Rossdale just wouldn't stop putting stuff out. Because I think he was trying to one-up Gwen <laughs> Stefani. And because she won't stop because she's a fucking robot. She won't stop. She, somebody has to she stop, stop her. Stop, stop Gwen Some, Stefani. Somebody please stop Gwen Stefani. Stop. <laughs> Bitch, you're 50. You're already dead. <laughs> So let me um, read some lines for you to let me to kind of give you an idea of how this woman should not be a journalist. I'm into Margarita, and she and she should be fired from. Um, I wonder how many cents per word she gets paid. Journalists. Fuck. Um. So she listens to you ought to know, and then she says, "I cringed a little bit. What had once felt enlivening and validating now felt grating and corny. That electric guitar kept on clanging." Our electric guitar, electric guitar is usually so electric. I was finding it hard to think, hard to be, hard to exist in the same room as this music. Oh, you're so fucking enlightened, Karen. Oh my God. It's because of how much Beach Boys you listen to. Stop listening to the Beach Boys. Maybe stop listening to the Beach Boys. Then she says, Jagged Little Pill was Baby (gasps) Shark for mid-90s angsty tween girls. And that's where I lost my shit. That doesn't even make sense. Jagged Little Pill sold 33 million copies. In 1996, as a teenage girl, I can tell you there weren't 33 million teenage girls in America. Everybody had this album. Everybody, men, women, children, old people, they all had it. (laughs) And they all fucking loved it. And you know why? Because it was good. It was beautiful. Alanis, at 19, she wrote that when she was 19, was so, was, and is so fucking Ugh. talented. I was an Alanis fan the second I heard that album. Oh, and then, f- till now, I love, I have all of her albums. They were, you, if you listen to them sequentially, as I did in high school, they yeah. got me through high school. She, you can, you grow with her and you, you, you grow up with her and, do you we remember went when from, she dated Ryan Reynolds? I was just going to say, we went from <laughs> fucking Dave Coulier to Ryan she Reynolds with Ryan her. Ryan Reynolds for so Weren't long. Were they married? 
Were they married? Were I don't remember married? if they were married, but I know they Siri. dated for a very long time. <laughs> What's her name? Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Were Alanis Morissette and Ryan Reynolds ever married? God damn it, Alexa. You're a big help. Thank Alexa you so much. Alexa can tell us all about Putin's wife. She could probably tell us how to get things on Amazon Prime, which is not special. It's not special. You're not Everybody special. Everybody has fucking Amazon. Oh. So I, I, I hate her. <laughs> I hate her and I, uh, she's wrong. You know, the best part of this is that this is not going to ever affect uh, Alanis's life because she's sitting in her mansion in Canada rolling yeah. around in glorious in money. money that she earned Did from this fucking album. Did you hear that there's going album. to be a Broadway musical based on this album? Oh my god, can we go? Yes. yes, We absolutely done. can go. We will need to review it. Um, no, Alanis is extremely talented. This woman is not. I'm sorry that you grew out of something. Right. Just because you grew out of something does not make it all of a sudden bad. I grew... <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? I grew out of my professional wrestling fan phase. But it's not bad. But it's not bad. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. No, but like, you're not going to go back and be like, God, that was fucking stupid. Was Everybody that likes stupid. wrestling is an idiot. I no, mean, you're not going to do that. Things about that phase <laughs> of my life. Choices. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go see that fucking Stephen Merchant movie of course. with fucking. I on. grew out of my Jinko jeans, but I still I can't say that no those were those were really ugly. Were you a raver? No, I couldn't I couldn't afford any of that fashion, <laughs> so I wore things from Goodwill. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I don't want to make you cry again. Um, so no, this fuck you to this lady. Uh, and do anybody who writes bullshit articles like, like this, this is the best use of your fucking journalism this is the best degree to 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 put somebody who has several grammys and has sold millions and millions of albums and trying to convince us that it's not good yeah no stay in your lane stay, stay in your lane karen stay in your lane fucking karen so to this article i give it a zero out of five Dave Coulier blowjobs in a theater. <laughs> Ew. Fuck this lady. Ew. Uh, and the nice thing is, I am not alone in my disdain for her. She is getting torn apart. Honestly. On Twitter. Talk about hate mail. Like, she... Uh, Alanis fans do not agree. And actually, people who aren't even Alanis fans, but can understand... Remember that era. Yeah. Like, remember that era. But even now, it's yeah. not bad. No. It's not bad. It's not... There was the Macarena or Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style, but you still even like those Kaiser, things. Yeah. Like I can still find them enjoyable. Yeah, I'm not gonna shit on it. I'm not gonna shit on it. Not uh, no. Who let the dogs out? That's a that's a classic. That's a classic tune. It's a. <laughs> you can shit on that one just. Okay, a I'm gonna shit on that one a little bit because I mean they just bark at a point. That but. has its place in time. <laughs> um, one of my uh, favorite uh, tweets tweets that I saw about this was, um, I don't remember who it was, uh, said, um, Jagged Little Pill taught teenage girls worldwide that it was okay to be fucking angry. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Because there was, I mean, in the in the early 90s, we were supposed to be teeny bopper, love new kids on the block, which I did. Right. Um, we, that's, yeah. We were supposed to be happy-go-lucky teens that or, wore neon. Yeah. So you either you were either a bop, mm-hmm. or you were you were a Lilith Fair type. Yeah. Right. Or you were fucking.
fucking all of them because yeah. you're a multidimensional human. Yes. Who can listen to Sarah McLachlan and New Kids on the Block and yeah. Alanis Morissette. You can have likes that other people are but not But still do the fucking into. Macarena with a smile on your yes. face. Yes. Like the, Unless it's something that Emily and Tiffany are reviewing. Then, and if it's hated, then that's because it's uh, deserved of it. Yeah. So if you agree with this article... <laughs> Get the fuck out. Smash that like button. Hit God subscribe. <laughs> Throw your phone up your ass. No, mm. I, 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 uh, I don't. And again, I know it's hypocritical because we have a, literally are running a podcast that I does know. reviews. But listen, if we but wanted to just consistently shit on things. That's not what this is. That's not what this is. And in fact, the only things that I have given zero out of five or very low ratings to were those goddamn Arby's Oreo bites Fuck that you, Arby's. deserved it. Fuck you, Arby's. And this bullshit. Yeah. Everything else, I feel like I'm pretty... And I will always say, like, it might not have been my cup of tea, but maybe somebody else Right. I actually like tried it. to watch a shit series for the purpose of watching a shit series. And after the first episode was like... This is absolutely not the best use of my time. I'm not <laughs> going to rip on this for 45 minutes. It knows some, it's stupid. Because somebody else might enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. But this um, this wave of that type of journalism yeah. is appalling. Yeah, I don't like it. I, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Rise up, journalists. Yeah. And if you're not going to, free up a, a fucking high-paying job like that one at Jezebel that pays you seven cents per word, I'm sure. And let me do it. Right. Let's hit, let, let, leave let me, us to the experts. Let me tell you how uh, Gavin Rosdale and Bush changed my life. Yeah. Okay? Well, and what what she could have done with this article is done an article about how different she was back then and how the album spoke to her back mm-hmm. then and what a different person that she is now. Yeah. Possibly because of it? Maybe. Yeah. It's not our fault you have to listen to Baby Shark 27 times a day. Yeah. This is not it. You... Who let the dogs out was the Baby Shark of its time. It's true. It wasn't Jagged Little Pill. And just because you let some guy jizz in you and had a baby doesn't make <laughs> <Aww>. you... <laughs> doesn't make you a fucking authority on music. Oh my God. There's so many jizz jokes and catastrophe. You have got the project. <laughs> and just because you listened... Because your husband <laughs> makes you listen to the goddamn Beach Boys. Your husband Stewart brought out his record player. <laughs> you guys are so alternative. Fuck you, Karen. <laughs> Shut up, Karen. All right. Her, what if... Oh, gosh. Sorry to every other Karen in the world. No, Karens know what they are. <laughs> are they like Chads? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Karen is uh, just a general like name for like people who have the, you know, can I speak to your manager haircut? It's Karen. <laughs> it's Karen. Everybody knows that's Karen. Ma'am, what's your name? Karen. <laughs> it's Karen. Got it. It's Karen now. Got it. Well, that was fun. What a fucking range of emotions we displayed. Right. And I am super excited because I'm hoping I will have a chance to listen to this. Um, what I'm going to be reviewing next, hopefully, if I have time, uh, because it is I've pre-ordered it. It is an audiobook on the Donner Party. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, there is a web series that I watched that I would very highly recommend if you've never watched it before. It's called Ask a Mortician. Ooh. She's super interesting. Um, she, it's very educational, but she's also super funny. Um, and she 
talks about all of you know a variety of death things. She's she's she calls herself death positive, and she's she goes over you know how to not get scammed when your family has lost somebody. Oh Jesus Christ! It's, and so it's it's a really helpful. But she talked about this particular book because she's read the book. I don't. I know how to read. I don't know how to read. <laughs> no, I've gotten to an age now and a point in my life that if I read a book, I fall asleep in five minutes. I can't do it anymore. Oh, it doesn't make your anxiety worse than you have to stay up all night reading it to finish it? No, no that's I weird. Can't, I can't. Like so I, I seriously start to nod off the second I start reading. So audiobooks take care of that a little bit. So that's why I'm listening to oh, it instead cool. of reading it. But I'm excited because she recommended the book and and went to visit like the Donner Party oh, Museum. And cool. I guess the book is filled with, you know, you think you think you know the Donner Party, but you might not believe these five things about the Donner Party. So I'm I'm excited to, That's to listen to that. Yeah, you're gonna have to tell me the name of that. I'll find out next week. Yeah, I um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm eventually gonna watch Charlie Boy on Netflix. Eventually, but better things keep popping up. Charlie Boy is the Idris Elba series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But other things keep popping up, and um, I'm also oh god, you know, if there's there's bingeable shows on the streaming networks, and then there's shows where the streaming networks are like, we're gonna release one every week, like normal TV. Yeah. Hulu Damn is it. killing me with the act. Uh, which oh, is the Gypsy yeah. Rose, a Dee Dee Blanchard. Just, yeah, just release it all at once. Have you watched it? No. I it's didn't. so... That is not Patricia Arquette. I don't know who that is. It, she disappeared. Oh, and really? She disappeared. Joey King is darling. Uh, the scene where they sing the the song when they're accepting the... And the fucked up thing is that really happened. It really happened. That really, it really actually happened. happened. Um, but it's killing me because it's yeah. uh, once a week. Um, you know so. we're going to have to deal with that again real soon with Game of Thrones. Oh my God. Yes. We're, we have to have a Game of Thrones moment every show. Yeah. So we'll talk. We'll yeah. do it. Yep. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'll find something good, but maybe something that doesn't make me cry. Let's. Let's do that. I don't think I'm going to cry at the Donner Party because it was like a thousand years. Okay, it wasn't a thousand years ago. It was like 1400 BC. <laughs> it was a couple hundred years ago. So, when, you know, their answers are all dead. I'm not going to cry about it. <laughs> I might still cry. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, this has been great. So great. What I'm glad I didn't. I mean, I usually content. don't wear makeup to um, Emily's <laughs> recording studio, but I'm extra glad I didn't this week. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe mm-hmm. on SoundCloud. Follow us on the socials at BroadsPod, all one word. BroadsPod. All small letters, all one word. Yeah, whoever has the Broad Review handle, if you'd like to relinquish that to us, please. We will pay Karen, five ninety nine. I will send you Emily's cat. I don't know where it She's is. She's worth hundreds. Thousands. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Best wishes. And warmest regards. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.